What's up, everybody? Welcome to an NBA edition of Trash Talk. I'm Logan Corkins, joined by the doctor of thugonomics, Austin Campbell. I I don't know that. Oh, yeah, I'm a WWE professional. I know what that means. Yeah, you're, you know what? Just This is the NBA preview, ladies and gentlemen. This week is the final week of our NBA preview. We have been going two divisions at a time, getting you ready for this amazing start to the 2020-2021 NBA season and we got two of the best divisions in the NBA going down today we're going to be talking about the Atlantic and the Pacific division and let's start there in the Atlantic division of course we're talking about the Raptors the Celtics the 76ers the Brooklyn Nets and of course the New York Knicks and we're going to start there in Toronto Raptors finished last year 53 and 19 they acquired Malachi Flynn and Jalen Harris in the draft they drafted 29th and 59th overall then they signed Aaron Baines and DeAndre Bembry, along with Elise Johnson, Alex Lynn, and Utah Watanabe um, in free agency. They did lose Marcus Gasol. They did lose uh, Hollis Jefferson, as well as Serge Ibaka, Malcolm Miller, and Dwan Hernandez. Austin, you look at this Raptors team. They won the division last year. Where do we see this team going this year? Well, I was fortunate. I really believed in the Raptors to get to the finals last year. Um, but they didn't pull it out. And I unfortunately think that losing Marcus Saul and Sergi Baca, that it's going to, that takes a lot of that veteran power that they had. Um, Aaron Baines is a good replacement for Marcus Saul because he is aging, but I don't think you can, Sergi Baca is a tough loss to have. He's physical. He's really long. Um, I don't know anything about their picks. I'm just going to be straight up honest with you. I don't know any Fair of enough. them. Um, but I do like the Alex Lynn pickup. It's a good, you know, kind of point guard. Um, and so I, I like this Raptors team. I think they do take a step back. I don't think they're the favorites anymore. But I really love their coach. Um, and so I, I think they, they're still going to be a really good viable team, second, third uh, seed in, in, in the playoffs. But um, I think losing that veteran presence, they're going to take a step, step back this year. Boston Celtics finished second in the division at 48 and 24. They picked up Aaron N- or Nesmith, Peyton Pritchard, and Yam Madar. Mm-hmm. Think think that's how that one's pronounced in the draft. Then they also got free agents Jeff Teague, Tristan Thompson, and Emil Jefferson. They did lose Vincent Poyer, uh, as well as Cantor and Gordon Hayward. Of course, that was a big one there with the sign and trade to Charlotte. And then Brad Wanamaker, who signed with Golden State. Austin, you look at the Celtics finishing second last year, nothing to sneeze at. And we talked about them last year as being a threat in the Eastern Conference. Has your view of them changed now that they've lost Gordon Hayward? No. I Gordon Hayward was a nice piece, but he never really panned out in Boston. I don't think he was a great fit. And I think, uh, I mean, he was injured most of the time anyway, so they really didn't get to use him. I really like the Tristan Thompson pickup. I think yep. Tristan Thompson's like hungry to win again. He's been stuck in Cleveland. He's basically he was the he was the guy outside of LeBron James being there for like the last twelve years, I think. Uh, so it was good to see him go to the Celtics, be on a, a competitive team. I like the Jeff T pickup. I think he's going to go well with Marcus Smart. Um, as a, as so Marcus Smart can play more off ball uh, position. Um, Enos Kander is a big loss because he's a big dude um, that they need. But I think I think Tristan Thompson adds that back. 
Um, you know, it, this is a team that I really like. I really like Taco Fall. Um, I think he's going to improve. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, uh, Aholie. I mean, there, there's a lot of things to, good to look at Boston. Um, I just is it's kind of a problem with the East outside of like the Heat. It's a lot of really good players on the team, but nothing really special. Um, I think the Boston is just one special guy away, and I think they were wanting it to be Gordon Hayward, but it just it didn't work out. Um, but I, I like Jason Tatum. I hope he improves. I hope he kind of becomes more of a bigger player. Um, he just seems like more of a solid dude instead of being a team leader. So, um, And Kimba Walker is great. So uh, I, I like the Celtics team. I think they say about where they're at. I don't think they go down, um, but I don't think they really go up either. Fair enough. Philadelphia finished third in the division last year of 43 and 30. Uh, they made quite a few acquisitions here in the offseason. Seth Curry, they got from Dallas, Derek, or Terrence Ferguson, Danny Green in a trade, uh, L.A. to Oklahoma, and then to Philly. Uh, Vincent Poyer, and then Tony Bradley Jr. Then they picked up Tyrese Maxey in the draft with Isaiah Joe and Paul Reed. They also signed Justin Anderson, Dwight Howard from the Lakers, Dakota Mathias, and Derek Walton Jr. They did lose Al Horford, Zaire Smith, Josh Richardson, Alex Burks, Raul Nato, Kyle O'Quinn, Glenn Robinson III, and Justin Robinson. They waived him. Austin, you look at Philadelphia. This was a team that we kind of thought they could have been dangerous last year. They fell short, uh, especially offensive scoring power. They just weren't there last year. Has the offense improved enough coming into this season to make a jump? Adding Seth Curry and, and Terrence Ferguson, and then – I think adds a little bit to the scoring opportunities. I think they give more opportunities to score. Um, I do like Tony Bradley Jr. as like a defensive presence. Danny Green, I pretty much is over. I, you know, maybe he'll pan out, but he really didn't pan out for the Lakers, where he had a lot of open shots that he could have made. He was almost he was actually pretty terrible for the Lakers last year. Um, they signed Dwight Howard. I think that might help with their with their bigs, but I don't think uh, not. It's it's gonna be. You know when Joel Joel beats off the floor, um, they got rid of Al Horford, which they needed to do. Um, it was a big ugly contract that they finally got rid of, so they were able to pick up some really good pieces. And that's how they could afford Curry and Ferguson. Um, and so I, I think they did what they needed to do. I don't know if it's going to be enough to overcome their uh, problems. Uh, losing Alec Burks was a pretty tough loss um i think that's probably i i would say that's their biggest loss um but uh i i think they've done enough they got they got rid of al horford that was the big key and not that he was a bad player he's just massively overpaid which oklahoma city can take care of because they have nobody at, at this point so um it is a good good way to get rid of that and uh yeah i i i like philly i really hope ben simmons and, and b kind of get it together and make this make this team a thing. But I ultimately think that it's going to implode and one of them is going to go and this team's going to go back down again. And then we look at the Brooklyn Nets. They finished fourth in the division last year uh, at 35 and 37. They did acquire Bruce Brown and Landry Shamet via trade. They only had one draft pick, Reggie Perry. Then they signed Jordan Bowden and Jeff Green as well as Nate Sestina, 
Um, and then, of course, they did lose Justin Anderson, Michael Beasley, Devin Kennedy, Kennedy, uh, Wilson Chandler, Jamal Crawford, and Dante Hall or Dante Hall, Garrett Temple, and Lance Thompson or Thomas. I'm so sorry for butchering all of those names, ladies and gentlemen. But Austin, you look at Brooklyn. This is a team that should have KD back from injury this year. Is yeah. this the Brooklyn Nets time? They've got a new coach. They've got a new system. Is this going to be Brooklyn time? I think it will be. And despite all of my dislikings for Kyrie Irving, I do think he's going to pull it out. I think Kevin Durant's going to pull Kyrie with him. I think it's going to work for a while. I, to me, they are the second favorite team in the in in the East. I really like I just the fact that Kevin Durant's there. If he's even 90% of what he was for the Warriors, they're already a heavy favorite in my eyes. I really, really like this Nets team. Shemette was a good pickup. They already had a good team built around it last year just without, you know, their two big guys. So adding those two, I think it's going to work. Jeff Green's a nice pickup to play off ball. Uh, when, when Kevin Durant's off, he can score. He can play defense. Uh, um, I'd say the biggest loss probably was, I don't know, maybe Garrett Temple was probably their biggest loss, but I, I don't think they lost too much. Uh, you know, Beasley, Wilson Chandler's kind of a shell of himself. And so Jamal Car- Crawford, I'm surprised that he's still even playing. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't see them losing too much. They've got really good young players. Jared Allen, who's a stud. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, we'll see um, if he's good enough. But even then, he, you don't, I don't think you need him as much as you would think he needs. And then, of course, Levert, I think, is also great. So I, I really like this Nets team. You go from teams that were pretty good in the division to the Nets. Nets finished 21 and 45. We got them fifth place in the division last year. They acquired Amari Spellman uh, in a trade with Minnesota. Then they drafted Obi Topin and Emmanuel or Emmanuel quickly in the draft. They also signed Alec Burks, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, um, Nerlens Noel, Miles Powell, and Austin Rivers. Hey, yeah, I like that one. Uh, of course, they lost Taj Gibson, Wayne Ellington. Kenny Wooten, Kadeem Allen, Damian Dotson, Maurice Harkless, Bobby Portis, and Alonzo Trier. Austin, you look at this Knicks team, and and New York needs this team to be good for so many reasons. Heck, the NBA kind of needs the Knicks to be good uh, because of the, the the market value that they provide. Did the Knicks do anything that impressed you? I really like what the Knicks did this year. I do. I but here's here's a problem. I really like Alec Burks. I really like Michael Gick Kilchrist. Um, I really like New Orleans Noel. I really, really like New Orleans Noel. Uh, and I do like Austin Rivers to an extent. I think he's too much of a <laughs> I think he's gotten a lot of more success than he he deserves because of his dad. Uh, I really write their draft pick, Obi Topin. Obi Topin. Um, he looks really good. I watched him play his preseason games, and he's already looking like he's doing well. Of course, it's preseason, but it's a good sign that this guy's going to work out. I I would just like to see – I like that they picked up a lot of good, decent players, young players that can right. grow and build this team to be attractive. You know, they don't, they don't have to win, but they've got to be able to – because if Obi – let's say it'll be you know works out 
they got to keep him. That's the big thing. Yeah. And I think getting these Huge other thing. these players right here, I think will will help build that team and maybe attract another person there, a couple of good good players there cuz it's New York. Who doesn't want to play New York? It's just the same yeah, And it's Madison Square Garden. It's a beautiful I mean it's it's one of the most historic arenas in the world and you know it's yeah. it's such an incredible place to play. Why wouldn't you want to play yeah. there? And like you said, enough young talent could be attractive to, and, and the organization is still a mess. I, I still think they have one of the worst ownership groups maybe ever. Uh, uh, James Dolan's. I don't know what's worse, James Dolan or Dan Snyder. I really that's can't actually, tell you. That's the comparison I was going to make. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's literally like, I don't know who's worse. James Dolan, I think, is louder because he gets on radio more often. But Fair Dan enough. Snyder makes dumber decisions, I think. Dan Snyder but so far, Dan Snyder doesn't look like too much of an idiot right now with Ron Rivera. But we'll see. Yeah. It's kind of working out. Let's let's rank or let's predict the division. The Atlantic number five. Who do you got? Uh the Knicks. Still, <laughs> Knicks are good for five. Number four. This is where things get tricky. I. I think I have to go. I think I gotta go the 76ers. I it's either them or the Raptors to me. I just think that the 76ers, I I don't know if this Embiid Simmons is working out. And I don't know if we'll see them move on from Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I don't know if they'll make a trade for Harden, maybe. I don't know. Harden would probably wouldn't want to play there, but I I feel like there's too many questions around 76ers, and I don't know what I'm getting yet. So I have them at four. Number three. Uh, my number three, I'll have the Raptors. I just feel like they're digressing in talent. Um, but I really like the coaching, and I really think that they're still a good, stable team. Um, good, good franchise right now. So I'm going to put them at three. Number two. Number two, I have Boston. I really like this team. They're solid everywhere. Um, Bradley Stevens is a really smart coach, but I don't see enough of them. They they just they fail me every year as far as playoffs go. It feels like they're they're just not as good as they should be, and it's disappointing. Fair enough. Number one, number one, I'm buying the hype. I think Brooklyn's going to win this division and I think they're going to be one of the top teams in the in the Eastern Conference. I I want Kevin Durant to succeed. I really do. I would love to see Nets play Lakers in a championship. Durant versus LeBron. It'd be amazing. Last year there was five games separating first place to second place. If you got Boston at two, Brooklyn at one, how big of a gap is there going to be? Um... I'd say like four or five games. I don't think it's going to okay. be anything massive because you got to remember, like people are going to sit out. This is going to be a weird year again because of COVID, you know, not everything's going to be perfect. I'm sure we're going to have some canceled games probably depending on this vaccine. I guess that's going to be the big thing. How quickly are we getting this vaccine out? So, yeah. 
Big question does. Let's go to the Pacific Division. Of course, we're talking Lakers, Clippers, Suns, Kings, and the Warriors. And we start there in LA with the Lakers. Lakers finished last year 52 and 19. Of course, in the offseason, they did sign LeBron to a big extension. They also acquired Alfredo McKinney and Dennis Schroeder in trades. Then they also Alfonso. signed Marcus. So- Alfonso. Oh, God. Dang, I'm not going to let bad. you do that. I'm not going to let you get away with that one. That was that my was just- bad. I was looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, call me out on that one. Marcus Saul, Montrez Harrell or Harrell? Montrez. Montrez Harrell, yeah. That L is like silent, I that think. That L is weird. Okay. Wesley Matthews, if reasons. Of course, Danny Green left. So did JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley, Raj Rondo. God dang, I'm slipping. I'm so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. J.R. Smith and then Dion Waiters. The Lakers looking to repeat. They're, they were your NBA champions last year. Austin, where do you see them going this year? I still see them as the favorite. I love everything that they did. They got Marcus All, a big, who's better than Dwight Howard or JaVel McGee will ever be. Uh, well, Dwight Howard, I guess, was good, was better than Marcus All in his pride, but not anymore. Uh, Montrez Harrell is a super awesome get. I as soon as they picked him up, I was like, "This is this is it. They're gonna get him." Because after getting Schroeder, they fixed their shooting problem. They fixed their big problem. They've they got everything under control. I like Wesley Matthews. He's another guy who can score. They got rid of Danny Green. Guy was a you know a bum for them basically. Avery Bradley could have been well. But I, I I like the move that they made getting Wesley Matthews instead um, and, and Schroeder as well. Um, Rondo, I hate to see him go, but, I mean, he wants to – Rondo's a weird dude. He's got two he's got two rings in two different places, and he's always floating around. So, um, And then J.R. Smith. I am willing to bet that J.R. Smith comes back somehow. Like, I feel like he comes back somehow because I don't think he's been signed by anyone. I think he makes a comeback somehow. But Do you uh, think they just restructure his deal? I uh, no. I think they, I think they like pick him up later in the year. Like okay. just like, hey, you want to come back? <laughs> like kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> Jr. Smith's a weird dude, man. Him we and LeBron have his jobs. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Austin, you look at the Clippers last year. They were kind of in the shadow of the Lakers. They had a great season, though. I mean, 49-23 is nothing to, to kind of snark at. Luke Kennard was their big uh, acquisition within trades. They also drafted Daniel Oturo and Jay Scrub. They also signed Nicholas Batum, Cal Bowman, Malik Fitz, Jordan Ford, Serge Ibaka, and Rajon Tucker. They lost Rodney Magruder, Landry Shamet, or Shamet. Jamichael Green and Jonathan Mot- Motley, Joachim Noah, and, of course, Justin Patton. You look at the Clippers. They need to kind of boost themselves over the Lakers to have a chance in the West. Did they do enough to make an impact for you? The Clippers are a weird team. I I just don't like Paul George's attitude for this team. And hearing all the things I've heard about <laughs> – Kawhi makes me not like it as much either. This star treatment and stuff. I don't think you've proven yourself to this Laker or this Clippers team. I think you need to win before you start doing this stuff. Luke Kennard is a fine pickup. I mean, he's he's okay. I think Harold is better. Uh, I don't know anything about their uh, draft picks. 
They get they get Batum, which is a nice pickup. He can score. Uh, Malik Fitz is I I swear I've heard that name before. He's undrafted, so I I swear I heard that name before. And maybe I don't know. I'm gonna have to look something up on him. Um, but then Serge Ibaka is a good pickup. Um, I just I don't know where this team is going now. I don't really know what their identity is. It's kind of hard to see who the leader of that team is because I don't think Kawhi really wants to be. It's it's very strange. Patrick Beverly, as much as I love him, like I he's one of my favorite players. I don't know if he fits for this team. I think he might also be a distraction. I think there's just too many things going on. You got Paul George who's kind of like lackadaisical. You got Patrick Beverly who's really in your face. And Kawhi who's just kind of quiet. And I just I, – there's, there's a lot of questions going in here. They got a lot of talent. I just don't know if they can pull it together to to beat the Lakers. Fair enough. If you look at the Suns, they finished third last year. The division 34 and 39 was their record. They made some big news, though, in this offseason with their trades. Mm-hmm. They, of course, acquired Abdel Nadir and Chris Paul via trades. Jalen Smith was their draft pick, 10th overall. Tyshawn Alexander was their free agent signing, as well with Jay Crowder, Langston Galloway, Damian Jones, Antoine Moore, and Jonathan Motley. They did lose Ricky Rubio. They did lose Ty Jerome. Jalen Lekay, or Le- Aaron Bynes, Shaq Diallo, <laughs> Frank Kaminsky, Tariq Owens, Elliot, uh, you know, script. How do you feel about the Suns? <laughs> I listen. They got my boy Jay Crowder, so I'm yes, already dude. in. I love Jay Crowder. That's my dude. Um, every every like once like there's just players that I connect with because they match my kind of game. Uh, and Jay Crowder's that dude. You know, like my game, my my basketball game is similar to his as far as how I play. Um, so I'm, I'm good to see him in a good spot. I think Chris Paul improves this team. Chris Paul is, is a baller, man. And people always say that he's aging, he's getting older, but he still just produces every, everywhere he goes. I think it's going to work well. I don't know if it's enough to win. You know, I don't know. I think they're getting in the playoffs though. I really like the Suns team, what they've done. Etuan Moore is a good pickup. Um, Tyshawn Alexander. Um, I, I feel like I know that name too. Which is weird. Yeah. I, 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 for some reason, I know all these undrafted names, and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, um, Ricky Rubio is leaving. Good riddance. Uh, Kelly Ubre, <laughs> Kelly Ubre is as a pretty rough lo- loss. But I mean, I think they've 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 kind of covered it. Aaron Baines is a big loss. I don't know what they're gonna do for size. Um. I, I they got Aiton, but I think they're they're gonna they're eventually gonna be hurting down low, um, and then Diallo's a nice pickup, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I I like this team. I like the fact that Devin Booker could play more off ball, it's Chris Paul, and so and and yeah, and Cameron Payne. So I I really like this team. Um, I think they're gonna improve. The West just gets more interesting with every team that we get. So. Um, the problem is they're in a tough division, <laughs> and so they might be the fourth team to make the the make the playoffs, which is strange, which is crazy. Uh, let's talk about the Kings. They finished fourth in the division last year, thirty-one and forty. The Knicks, yeah, fair enough. You want to call it? 
They drafted Tyrese Halliburton, Robert Wood, Woodard, and Ramsey at the draft. They also got free agents Frank Kaminsky, Glenn Robinson, Hassan Whiteside. They did lose Kent Bazemore, or Bazemore Corey Brewer, Yogi Ferrell, Harry Giles Jr., Alex Len. They didn't yeah. really do anything that, that, that was overly impressive, Austin. What's it going to take for the Kings to be competitive? So, yeah, it's a mess in Sacramento. Losing Bogdanovich, Bazemore, um, and Len, three guys that I really like, just gone. Just straight up gone. Corey Brewer is kind of an older guy, but he played really good defense. I feel like they don't really have anyone to play defense now. All these, the Sacramento Kings have the funnest basketball players to watch. They're just not the best. They're kind of like, I don't know, like if we were to have uh, a Harlem Globetrotters team, like this, it would be the Kings. Like Bagley is fun to watch. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is fun to watch. Buddy Heald is fun to watch. But they're not like a great, they're not a good basketball team. They're just like, kind of talented and fun to play because they're really uh athletic um and so i i I think that's just the problem they just they don't have a team here they 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 just don't and so i i don't see much coming from sacramento at all and i hate that because i really really like their young i like marvin bagley i really like De'Aaron fox i really like buddy healed uh former sooner of course it's it's just i don't know what we're we're getting at here with this team and I don't think we ever will. I think Sacramento is just a mess. It's one of the few te- kind of one of the 10 teams that I blow off the map. <laughs> kind of one of the surprises last year. I mean, was, was the Warriors going 15 and 50. They finished yeah. last in the division last year. They acquired Kelly Oubre from Phoenix via Oklahoma city. Then they drafted James Wiseman, Nico Mannion and Justinian Jessup. They got free agents, Kent Bazemore from Sacramento, Dwayne Sutton, Alex Tupon, uh, Brad Wanamaker, and Caleb Wesson. They did lose Kai Bowman and Dragon or Dragon Bender. Yeah. yeah Austin, sure. bounce back here for the Warriors. Is this, is this going to be a comeback tour of sorts? Here's the thing. We've already lost. We've already lost. Uh, why am I blanking? Clay Thompson. We've already lost him. So that's 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 a nut shot right there, basically. Um, Draymond Green is going to be there. This is my, here's my final thing with the Warriors. They have a decent enough team. They've got some players. Jordan Poole's an interesting player. Kelly, Kelly Oubre is a great forward. I, I like, I really like him scoring ability. They don't have a lot of size. That's their biggest issue. Um, but if you remember, this is a team that shoots threes all the time. And Steph Curry, to me, has really got to step up and prove that he deserves to be called one of the greats, one of the best players of all time. Because I'm not seeing it. If he cannot lead this team, I kept hearing, like, oh, yeah, Steph Curry is the best player in the No, he's not. He is not even close. Because he he's a great shooter. He might be the best yeah. shooter of all time. But he is not. he's not a team leader to the extent that a LeBron James is, a Kevin Durant is. I don't even think even like a James Harden at this point. The ability to take over games in multiple facets other than shooting threes. So Steph Curry's really got to prove himself in this this year to me to 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 give me a reason to think he's one of the best players of this generation. I think he's just the best shooter. 
best scorer, maybe. Um, and so while they don't have a lot, I think they they've got some potential. Um, and uh, also Kyle Looney or Kevin Louie, which is also a really good player. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see the Warriors. I think they're going to be better than they were last year. They're they, they were abysmal last year, but uh, I don't think uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. What can I say? James Weissman's also an interesting player, but I don't I don't know too much about him. Our last division that we are picking. Let's go at number five. Who you got? Number five are the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> They're they lost all the they lost a lot of good players. Number four. Four. I'm gonna have the Warriors. I don't know if Steph Curry's enough. I really don't. I don't know what I'm getting with this Warriors team. We'll see. I think Clay Thompson is just another big loss, unfortunately, for them. Number three. Number three, I'm gonna have the Phoenix Suns. I think they improve. I think they get that they get a playoff spot. Um I think Chris Paul does enough to keep them to keep them focused. Um and this team was hot last year. Was really, really good last year towards the end of the season and barely missed the playoffs. So uh, they're my number three. Number two. Clippers. Uh, I just don't know. They're really talented. I don't know what their identity is at all. And that means number one. Lakers. And they are my number one favorite to win the series again. I think they'll repeat. I predicted it last year. I predicted it again this year. Just to know LeBron that I always believed in you. It is not a prediction. It's a spoiler when he says it, people. I mean, that's just how it works. Now, we've done six divisions. Let's look at what we think for the entire year. Austin, the early, way too early pick, who would be your MVP this year? MVP, oof. I'm throwing (sighs) curveballs at you. That's a good question. That's a good question, Logan. I don't give um, many of those kind of compliments, so thank you. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with Giannis, man. Let's sign that big contract. Now he's happy. Yeah. And... They're not gonna give it to LeBron because they don't want to admit it. <laughs> uh, they, uh, <laughs> I don't think Harden's getting it. Now, here's an interesting Westbrook would be an interesting case because if he can get that wizard team popping, I I could see someone making a case for him. I I'm gonna go and if Steph Curry can't step up and lead this Warriors team to like second place, that would be impressive too. I think he'd get MVP. But I'm gonna go with Giannis. Actually, you know what? No, Jimmy Butler MVP. Okay. Why Why are you thinking him for MVP? Here's the thing. We didn't get, you know, the super team that we thought we'd get in Miami. So he's going to have to do it all, all over again. I think people are going to earn him more respect from last year as well. He's going to be looked at more because uh, no one was really looking at the Heat last year. They're kind of like a middling team. And now people are going to be looking at him. I think he's going to get a lot of votes. So I'm going to take Jimmy Butler. Fair enough. I like it. Who is the NBA Finals? Who's going to be in the NBA Finals? I'm going to go Lakers-Nets because I want it. I want to see Lakers-Nets. I want to see Durant versus LeBron so bad. Who's your NBA Finals champion? 
Lakers. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the NBA preview. We hope you enjoyed it. If you've missed any of the past weeks, just go here on trash.com.brg. Go back a couple episodes. Check it out. Kale was uh, on the first two and did a phenomenal job. Austin crushing it here on the last one. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out all the rest of our content here on the Boss Rush Network. We'll see you next week.